Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Today we review excerpts of the State of the Union speech when President Biden promoted abortion before going to church. He also wants to put men on the girls' swim team. And Bill Gates says the crisis is nearly over. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. Today we review excerpts of the State of the Union speech when President Biden publicized and promoted abortion on Tuesday night before going to church on Wednesday morning. Life News reports that during an interview with reporters the day after the State of the Union address, Joe Biden defended going to church on Ash Wednesday. Here you can see the ashes on his forehead from Catholic Mass. But the Catholic teachings violate the speech he gave on Tuesday night when he promoted abortion in his State of the Union address as national policy, child killing with your taxpayer dollars. In fact, Biden's aggressive promotion of abortion has made him the most pro-abortion president since the Supreme Court handed down the infamous Roe v. Wade decision in 1973. Biden even promoted abortion on demand in his State of the Union address last night, all the way up until the moment of birth or even partial birth abortions, despite repeatedly claiming that he is a faithful Catholic and going to mass sometimes just to show and win the Catholic vote. Is that fooling everybody? There is a contradiction. So Biden was confronted by a reporter just outside the White House. The reporter asked the following question, quote, President Biden, President Biden, as a Catholic, why do you support abortion? Well, Biden immediately went on a defensive pro-abortion stance, taken aback by the question, said, I don't wanna debate theology or make any judgments about ending the lives of innocent children, saying, quote, here's Biden's words, I don't wanna get into debate with you on theology. I'm not going to make a judgment for other people, end quote. Interesting, uh, the entire point of being in office is to make judgments about what the laws ought to be, but the reporter rebuked him, sort of reminding him, quote, but you're a Catholic. Is he a Catholic? That's the question. Ironically, Biden's comments came just after he attended Ash Wednesday service, still had the visible marks of the cross. You know where Catholics traditionally repent with sackcloth and ashes sprinkled on their forehead, repenting of all their sins from the previous year? Apparently Biden's were just for show, no sign of repentance on his pro-abortion stance of defending killing unborn children. In fact, as president, he used the State of the Union address to promote abortion and called for even more child killing, despite the fact 63 million unborn babies have already been killed since Roe v. Wade. Biden calls that healthcare. Abortion is not healthcare. Although there is no right to abortion and ending the lives of babies before birth, 
that permanently deprives every baby of liberty and freedom guaranteed in the Constitution, Biden said the following, quote, advancing liberty and justice also requires protecting the rights of women to kill their children. The constitutional right affirmed in Roe versus Wade standing precedent for half a century is under attack as never before. If we wanna go forward, not backward, we must protect access to child killing, preserve a woman's right to choose to kill her child. Those are his words, but I put in you know the parts about child killing. I'm just reading between the lines here. What does he really mean when he says child, uh, you know, a right to choose, to choose what? To terminate a life. Father Frank Pavone, one of our friends, uh, I just saw him last week at CPAC in Orlando. Father Frank Pavone, director of Priests for Life, talked about this in an interview with Life News. Father Frank said, quote, when Biden, Pelosi, and the other abortion advocates are asked a question about law and policy, they try to hide behind theology. We don't wanna know about Biden's theology, but his honesty. There's only one Catholic position on abortion, you protect the child in the womb. He doesn't, end quote, Father Frank Pavone. And that's the news, or thanks to Life News for that report. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. On the outside, Biden looks like a good Christian, right? He's a Catholic, he goes to mass, he sprinkles the ashes on his forehead, he's full of repentance. That's on the outside. But can you see something else lurking in his soul? Besides the human actor here, is there a non-human spirit involved? Well, the spirit of true repentance is the Holy Spirit of God, but this fake repentance, where you go on about your business promoting the killing of child, that's a demonic spirit of impersonation and bloodshed and murder. And, and the, the, the lust for bloodlust, the child killing aspect of his foreign policy, excuse me, uh, uh, domestic policy to, to couch it in weasel words like protecting a woman's right, a woman's right to do what? To end the baby's right, the baby's right to live. We discern the evil spirit upon Joe Biden as he says things like that. The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians 5, what about judging those who are outside? We're not supposed to judge people, right? For what have I to do with judging those who are outside of the church? Instead, we are to judge those who are inside the church. God judges the outside, but inside the church we do something else. We put away from yourselves the evil person. And this is my encouragement to the Catholic Church, put away Joe Biden from among your church. It's appropriate to judge those inside the church. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus' name against the national politics that is influenced by a, demand, a demonic spirit of, of bloodlust and child killing. Father, we pray instead for the life of the innocent to be protected, for the American people to wake up, for Catholics to wake up and vote differently, for someone who actually believes your religion instead of someone who mocks it with their public display and then doing the opposite of what Jesus and the Bible teach. Father, we pray your blessing on America. Give us godly leaders in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we get back, Biden promotes putting men on the girls' swim team. 
giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God Get yours today. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law. Now it's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't wanna participate in gay weddings and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Look on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. Defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story comes from Christian Post. Also reviewing the State of the Union speech, elements of Joe Biden's address to the American people through the U.S. Congress. And in one point in his speech, Biden defended putting men on the girls' swim team. Transgender sports participation is Biden's favorite social issue of the day and Christian Post reports. President Joe Biden's first State of the Union address touched on many hotly debated issues Tuesday night, as well as states that pass laws limiting abortion and anyone who can participate, men participating in women's sports by pretending to be women as transgenders. The president maintained that numerous rights, rights he calls them, are under assault as he encourages lawmakers to rally behind his domestic agenda. The 79-year-old former senator from Delaware, now president, slammed, quote, the onslaught of state laws targeting transgender Americans and their families are simply wrong, says Biden. Well, I don't know where he gets his right and wrong from. I think other things are wrong. 
including men dressing as women. That's wrong, but Biden disagrees. He, he delivered a message, he said to quote, our younger transgender Americans, I'll always have your back as your president so you can be yourself and reach your God-given potential, end quote. Okay, stop the presses right there. God-given potential? God gave women to be women. God gave men to be men. If God gave you male parts, that's your God-given potential, become a man. Don't cheat and join the women's swim team so that you can cheat. That's not God-given at all. Biden's confused about what God has given them. Christian Post continues, the laws Biden referred to include measures in many states now designed to prevent biological males who identify as females from competing in women's sports in light of concerns that the biological differences between men and women give biological males a competitive advantage over their female counterparts. Other laws passed at the state level include bans on gender reassignment surgeries or puberty blocking sterilization drugs for minors. Minors who are confused about their gender, have gender dysphoria, they're getting permanently sterilizing drugs that prevent them from achieving puberty and they'll never have children if they stay on those drugs for very long. Biden wants that. Biden puts taxpayer funding behind those kind of projects. When highlighting what he views as the plight of the LGBT community, Biden called upon Congress to pass the Equality Act. Well, the Equality Act means inequality for Christians. It's designed to take away religious freedom for Christians to opt out of gay weddings and things like that. Supporters of the so-called Equality Act view that measure as necessary to codify non-discrimination protections for the LGBT community into federal law. While critics express concerns about the implications for religious liberty. And that's the news, or thanks to Christian Post for that report. Let's talk about the Equality Act for a moment. This is Nancy Pelosi's crazy bill. It used to be the so-called uh, Employment Non-Discrimination Act, but when the Supreme Court of the United States in an opinion penned by Neil Gorsuch, a Trump appointee, said gays already have freedom, they can't be fired for being gay. That's already in federal law. Now Nancy Pelosi renamed the law, calling it the Equality Act. And what it really does is, it strikes the 1992 Religious Freedom Restoration Act. And it puts gay rights above religious rights. And it actually purports to de, um, de-platform the First Amendment of the US Constitution. Nancy Pelosi wants to pass the Equality Act in order to force Christian employers to celebrate gay weddings, to have florists and photographers and, and website designers, force them to participate in gay weddings force Christians, even pastors, even churches, to open up their sanctuaries to gay weddings. Uh, no religious opt out. And also put men on women's sports teams, taking away their Title IX privileges that women already enjoy, uh, taking away their women's college scholarships by giving them to men who swim faster, or run faster, or lift more weights. Those men are gonna be taking away the scholarships and it's not fair to women, it's not equality for women. 
It destroys equality for women and we call it out. The Bible says this in Deuteronomy 23, he that is wounded in the stones or hath his privy member cut off shall not enter the congregation of the Lord. Let's pray about this. Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus name against the demonic spirit that is behind the transgender movement to deceive teenagers into taking sterilizing drugs, to promote evil in, in public schools. Uh, Father, to promote all the things that we've been talking about. Father, we pray instead that the spirit of truth, that the spirit of grace and mercy will cleanse the minds of those who are confused about their gender so they can return to God and become the God-given design that you have originally created boys to become men and girls to become women. We pray this blessing on all of our future in America. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, one more story. Bill Gates says, herd immunity has now been achieved. Is the crisis over? Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen, or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers. What makes My Slippers different from those other slippers is my exclusive four layer design. The first layer is My Pillow's patented foam, which will help prevent fatigue and offer you incredible support. My second layer is a memory foam that will give you amazing comfort. And layer three, is my patented impact gel that'll help reduce stress on your feet. And layer four is a durable outdoor indoor sole so you can wear my slippers anywhere, anytime. Go online or call right now to order your very own pair of the new My Slippers. Use the promo code on your screen and save an incredible 40% off your My Slippers order. You can enjoy My Slippers anytime, anywhere. What I love most about My Slippers is that I can wear them all day long and not have to change shoes. I personally guarantee the first time you put them on, they'll be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our last story today comes from Epic Times, who reports Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft and now self-proclaimed vaccination expert, says that herd immunity has been achieved because of the Omicron virus and the crisis over COVID, now two years in the making, is nearly over. At the Munich Security Conference on February 18th, Bill Gates himself was asked to assess where we are in the beating of the pandemic. And here is a direct quote, Bill Gates said, quote, 
Sadly, the virus itself, particularly the variant called Emicron, is a type of vaccine. That is, it creates both B cell and T cell immunity, end quote. I predicted this back at Thanksgiving. I said the Omicron variant, because it's not lethal, doesn't kill very many people, it's still dangerous, but it's actually causing an immunity. It spreads so fast everywhere that everybody who gets the Omicron and doesn't die has essentially been vaccinated by the virus itself. God is using evil to do good, in my opinion. Now Bill Gates agrees with me. He's caught up to my ideas on this matter. Vaccine scientists who spearheaded a vaccine project back in 2003 against the original SARS virus were quite confident in projecting where Omicron would lead the pandemic, given its characteristics after it emerged last year. The only question is, why did Bill Gates say sadly? Is he afraid that herd immunity is being achieved? Why isn't he glad that's happening? On one hand, Omicron could prevail, provide a way out of the pandemic, and on another, it was still relatively virulent and many people could still die as it continues to sweep through the world. Now perhaps 70% of the world has effectively been immunized. There's still a lot of people who could be in danger. Or did Mr. Gates, whose foundation funded the development and distribution of COVID vaccines around the world, is he sad because his company is gonna lose money on the vaccines that they were selling? Because not enough people died or maybe not enough people need his products. Gates continued, quote, Omicron has done a better job getting out to the world population than we have with vaccines. That means the chance of severe disease, which is mainly associated with being elderly and having obesity, or diabetes, whose risks are now dramatically reduced because of that infection exposure, end quote. Since reduced risk is actually good for humanity and something to be desired, why is Bill Gates sad? This is Epic Times asking the question in an opinion piece. Was Gates sad because Omicron was faster at beating the virus than his vaccines were? Generating herd immunity or protective immunity, therefore preventing the, the ability of COVID to spread, there's no need for future vaccines. That's the question being asked of Bill Gates. If vaccines achieve sterilizing immunity, great. If not, and instead naturally occurring Omicron brings an end to the pandemic, that's also great. It's not a competition, we want everybody to be healed. Whether they're healed by this or that, we want the pandemic to end. Now Bill Gates is looking ahead to the next pandemic, maybe a decade from now called something else and he's planning for bigger vaccines and bigger world, world rollouts. He said this at the Munich conference, quote, next time we should try to make it instead of two years, we should make it more like six months. It took us a lot longer this time than it should have, end quote. And that's the news, or thanks to Epic Times for that report. We thank God that this pandemic is at an end. We, thank, we celebrate Jesus, we prayed for the exact results that we're now seeing uh, that the deaths would end, that, that 
herd immunity would be achieved even faster and God somehow, he used an evil virus to bring about that immunity. And we pray now that it never comes back and we can go back to our business and freedom. The Bible says this in 1 Corinthians 6, don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who's in you? Whom you have from God? And you are not your own, for you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Let's take a short break and I'll have a word to conclude the show. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I wanna invite you to sign a critical petition to defend innocent babies and to end abortion in America. On this show, we like to pray and petition God, but we also need you to take action today by petitioning Congress to stop the taxpayer-funded child killing, especially by defunding Planned Parenthood, America's number one abortion provider. Why are your taxes paying to murder innocent children in the womb? Well, if Congress would simply define personhood as life beginning at conception, we can reverse Roe versus Wade. Please join me today by signing this important petition to Congress. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org and sign your petition today. Sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? We've created a 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels. We're offering a discount today while supplies last. It used to be $99. Now it's just a suggested donation of $50. You get the entire four disc set and you learn how to discern the Holy Spirit, angels and demons, every mention in the Bible. Call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D or visit our website or write to the address on your screen. You can learn to discern the spirits. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and thank you for supporting us with your financial donations. We really need those when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. This network that you're watching us on is always under review and if we don't have financial support, we could discontinue this access so we can put it on other places. Please donate today when you call 866-ObeyGod. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 16, every man shall give as he's able according to the blessing of the Lord your God which he has given to you. So give as you're able when you call 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, how can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word donate to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus' name. 
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. 